The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Welcome, moms. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we do encourage you. We focus on your amazing value as a mother in this world, raising the next generation, even when the world forgets to thank you. Okay, so this is not a shameless plug, but who loves Chick-fil-A? Well, yes, thanks, Jim, for the applause. Well, if you do, there's a reason. It's not just because of the smell of their chicken nuggets. It's also the way you're treated at that particular restaurant chain, where guests are addressed kindly with respect. So we're going to talk about how we can leave a positive legacy for our families and kids, like the one that Chick-fil-A family has left behind. And we've got somebody who knows all about it here personally. She's the daughter of Chick-fil-A founder Truett Kathy, and she's back on Channel Mom to give us some of what that uh, Kathy family gives to all of us, wise family advice. Trudy Kathy tells us how moms can leave a legacy that lasts. Coming up on Channel Mom. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at channelmom.org. Do you know someone feeling scared as they face an unintended pregnancy? For 40 years, the Compassionate Care Team at Alternatives Pregnancy Center has come alongside teens and adults who feel like abortion is their only choice, letting them know they're not alone. We offer advocacy, resources, and mentoring to bring them beyond their fearful situation to a hopeful path forward. Your generous support of Alternatives helps change lives with a one-time donation or monthly sponsorship, providing counseling, medical care, and education. Give today at youhavealternatives.org. Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, welcome back. Just a shout out of love to all the moms out there. I know you sacrifice so much and uh, I just appreciate it because it changes the world, the way in which you raise your babies. All right, I do want to remind you to check out alternatives. You have alternatives.org and help them however you can. I also want to remind you that you can get my book still. It's online. It's momyouramazing.com. Momyouramazing.com is where you can find it also on Amazon. And then finally, before we get to our wonderful guest, a mom market shout out to all the moms across the country who listen to us. Uh, we're very grateful for the moms who listen via podcast. And then also, of course, in Oregon, Oklahoma, Omaha, and Lincoln, Nebraska. Also in Springfield, Illinois, Colorado Springs, Idaho, and right here in Denver. We should be on in Georgia, where our guest is from. And I am just so grateful for precious... And I didn't say Trudy Kathy White. I should have said her married name as well. But she is from the famous Kathy family, who, of course, founded Chick-fil-A. Uh, she's been on the show multiple times. But she uh, is 
married and <laughs> has another name as well, last name White. But she's uh, this is her fourth book that we're going to talk about today, A Legacy That Lasts. She has been a missionary. She has uh, been the director of a girls camp. She's an author, a, a wife, a mother of four, a grandmother of 16. And she has great influence with her books. And we're so grateful for her. Welcome back to Channel Mom, Trudy. Oh, thank you, Jenny. What a joy to be with you today. Thank you so much. All right. I like to do something called the show setup soundbite. And I thought, if we're going to talk about your book, A Legacy That Lasts, and I kind of want to read the whole title because it's going to get moms excited today. I want you to understand, I had Trudy on for a reason. First of all, I like her. But second of all, this is really important. As we're raising our babies in the midst of stress and all that we've been through in the last couple of years and the pressures of life and the busy schedules and all of that, the, the, our values and what we care about and the legacy we want to leave and the, and the name we want to leave behind and what we want our children to have developed by us parenting them, those are deeply important issues. And that is what Trudy is writing about. It's her brand new book, A Legacy That Lasts, Preserving and Transferring Your Family Values. And so I thought a great way to set it up would be with the patriarch of the family to talk about, you know, the values that her dad left behind and the way in which he approached Chick-fil-A and why it is the success it is, is partly because of that legacy, partly because of those values. So let's listen to a soundbite from Truett Cathy. And we concentrate on people rather than profits. And uh, it's important that we make a dollar a year in order to stay in business, but we're more uh, committed to our people taken to our customer, to people that work with us. I mean, that was your dad. That was your, that was the way he was. Yes. He said people over profits. That's right. That's right. Uh, Chick-fil-A as well as our family have been very uh, people focused and everything that we do. That's why we value our customers. That's why we, uh, we do what we do. Our corporate purpose is actually to glorify God by being a faithful steward of all that's entrusted to us and to have a positive influence on all who come in contact with Chick-fil-A. So we, you know, we kind of let the secret out. We're not really in the chicken business. We're in the people business. Yeah, yeah. And and your dad had a couple of missions, and, and obviously that's influencing the book, and, and we're going to talk about that. But he, he, his father, your father's vision was winning hearts every day. And, and further mm-hmm. on in that interview, the, the – the woman who was interviewing him said, you know, you're, you're closed on Sundays. That means you're sacrificing millions of dollars. And he said, no, I, I don't agree with that. He was very polite, but he said, I don't agree. And he said, I think people appreciate you sticking to your convictions. And I think it's one reason that Chick-fil-A has done so well. So I, I want to say before before you get into the, the message of the book and the values of the book and, and helping other moms get catch this vision of leaving a legacy and, and finding their family values, you did dedicate the book to your 16 grandchildren, including one in heaven, and I just want to congratulate you on, on a beautiful family that, that does believe in legacy and does believe in values, Trudy. Uh, thank you very much. What a precious thing to be able to have family, to be able to carry on this legacy of our own Christian faith uh, that they have to choose for, but to see them walk in, in their faith is so beautiful. I think it's from Third John in, in the Bible that says, I have no greater joy than to see my children walk in truth. And um, that is what brings me joy as a mom. Yeah. And speaking of children, I want to kick this off because a mom may say, well, you know, legacy seems kind of like a nebulous, far off idea. 
And and but you make it very real in the way in which you talk about it and what we want to leave to our children. And in fact, I've invited my daughter to be part of the show today so she can talk about legacy as well. But but you tell a story about your granddaughter and and how legacy is playing into her life. But but the <laughs> there's a surprising part of that story. And then I want to get to what children like your granddaughter and children of the mothers listening today what they need to know about who they are and things like that. So we'll we'll get to those three questions. But why don't you tell us first that sweet little story about your granddaughter yeah well let me let me tell you how when we think of legacy this is the way i kind of remind people about the legacy that we leave we leave is actually the life we're living now so sometimes we think of we, we use this expression a lot leave your legacy but you have to think of it in terms that whatever legacy you leave is actually what you're doing right now yeah. and the choices that you make uh, in your in your life so I do share the story about our, our oldest granddaughter. She actually made the homecoming court at school, and we all went to a big ball game on a Friday night where she was um, recognized along with other wonderful students there. And after it was over, um, one of our local operators, who happened to be Ashlyn's uncle, came up and congratulated her and gave her a hug. And the next day at school, the teacher called Ashlyn to the side, and she said, I saw the local operator giving you a hug, congratulating you for your accomplishment. And, and, by, said, and by operator, you mean o- operator of Chick-fil-A. I just want people to understand that. The, yes, right. Yes, yeah. that's right. Clarity there. A Chick-fil-A operator uh, at the restaurant, and she knew it because she ate all the time at the restaurant. And she said, I just wanted to know, how, how do you know our Chick-fil-A operator in, in this community? And she said, well, he actually happens to be my uncle. And the teacher said, now what? And and then the teacher for the first time realized that Ashlyn was part of this larger Kathy family, Chick-fil-A family. And Ashlyn had already been in the class for quite a few months, and she had no idea. The teacher was so astounded. She made a little video and sent it to Ashlyn's mom and dad and just explained that she said, you know, most of my students would have led with who they are, so to speak, in terms of who they're related to or their connections. But she said Ashlyn has uh, live before these students and even before her teachers in humility and just being who she is before us. And she said, I was not so surprised to hear that she was connected with the Kathy family because of the character that I've seen in her life. And we were, of course, all thrilled and, and, and even difficult for me to explain this story, except for to say that to me it seemed like a, a success because we feel like the, the values are being transferred to the next generation, and that's what gets me so excited. Yeah. The teacher recognized that, Trudy. She said yeah. she she didn't lead with dropping that name, and it is now a famous name, a household name. Kathy family started Chick-fil-A, and but she didn't walk in and, and explain to people that's who she was because she's got a different last name because of her dad. And she didn't lead sure. with that. And 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 that and 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 then the biggest compliment of the whole thing, and you give the glory to God, I understand that. But the biggest compliment of that whole thing was that the woman said, the teacher said, and actually that makes sense because she's from the Kathy family that she wouldn't brag about it that she would be humble about it and 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 oh my goodness that just touched my because you know my, my daughter just graduated out of teenhood but I understand right. that that would have been such a temptation for a teenager to lead with that so that's what we're talking mm-hmm. about we're talking about how do we want to shape our children how do we want to to tell them who they are or help them learn who they are and remind them of the values that they are to carry with them. So let's start with those three big questions for th- that our youth and our children and all the mamas out there can be can be presenting to their children. Can you talk about those questions? Sure. So I, I say there are three big questions that all teenagers wrestle with and even 
most of us, even into our adult life, will wrestle with. But the first one is, who am who am I? That's that question of identity. My mother used to stand at the back door and tell us as we left the house so often, she would say, remember who you are and whose you are. She must have known that as uh, young children, as teenagers, uh, headed out into the world, that that was really important that we understand our identity. Some people think that your name gives you value, but it really doesn't. It, it's the what gives us value is who we show ourselves you know, to be. Yeah. And we know that in the Bible it says, I've called you by name, you are mine. I think it's a verse from Isaiah. So to remember and recognize you know, who we are is so very important. Yeah. The second question that I think teenagers, teenagers wrestle a lot with, and this is a big one, why am I here? They're looking for a sense yeah. of, of purpose. And God designed us. He He knows He knows how I'm wired. He knows he gave me the personality and, and even abilities that he's given to me, and he understands all that. And he goes to say in Jeremiah, it says, I know the plans I have for you. God wants us to have a, a clarity in that plan, and that plan is to prosper us and to give us hope and to give us a future. And it's so important that we understand our purpose for being here, yes. to love God and to love others, so that we can understand really what our priorities are in life. So I think for, for parents, so important you have these conversations with uh, with your young people about these. And the third question, I would say, is this question of, am I accepted? Uh, it's the it's question of, like, where do I belong? And belonging is so important in, in this society, and particularly in the next generation. Uh, they want connectedness. They want to find a community where they can belong. I think when you feel lost um, and alone, it's the worst. It's the worst feeling in the world. I yeah. mentioned in my in my book about being lost when I was traveling to Paris, and and I didn't know where I was, and I didn't know where I needed to be, and you know, it's just this idea of being accepted, and it starts from understanding the truth from God's word, uh, where He tells us that you know this is God is the way, the truth, and the life, and where we belong with Him, uh, in regardless of where we are or who we know understanding that God says, you are mine, and God has a wonderful plan for us. So I just love those questions, and I, I love that we all have to wrestle with them at any any one, any given time. But so important that we go back to the truth of God's Word to answer those questions as well. Yes, and, and again, we're talking to Trudy Kathy White and her new book, her fourth book, I believe. Is that right, Trudy? Your fourth book, That's correct, correct. yeah, uh, a legacy. And you didn't think you were going to write any, so so it's it's beautiful <laughs> that you've written four. A legacy that lasts, preserving and transferring your family values. And I think, I think this can be an intimidating topic for a mom, but I also think every mom yearns to pass on something positive to her children so that they can go out in the world and make a positive difference. And that's really what you're on about here. So so quickly remind us the three questions, the three questions that if we want to sit down and get our child on this path of what are what is your value? What is your what are the what are the three questions? Just repeat those quickly, please. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what matters most? Uh -huh. What values do I want others to see in me? And Am, am I living out those values in my life? So this is all about intentionality. Yeah. It's being intentional. Every, everybody has values. Now, whether you've identified them or not, that's, that's a different story. But we all have values. We always we have things that matter to us that we make priority. But here's, here's the important part is how intentional am, am I in <sighs> identifying, identifying what really matters? And then how am I living those out? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That, and it's good. I mean, I think it's, we forget to just sit down and have the deep conversations with our kids sometimes. And yet it's so important mm-hmm. if we want to shape their future. So you talk about the fact that in your family, and you're married to John White. Is that, am I saying that in the correct? Yes, correct. you're married to John White, and you've been married for many, many years. And you've you've been, you know, missionaries together, and you've raised four children together and, and 16 grandchildren. And and you obviously have a what people would consider from the outside a successful family. But I think you want to say, let's not look at the outside. Let's look at the deeper values and and what we all want to be looking at within our own families to pass on to our children and leave a legacy that lasts. So so you say that your family focuses on five values. Would you please go through those? I'm happy to do that. And these are the values, values that John and I have identified for ourselves, but I will be quick to say that we have we have four children, all grown and married, and they have their own set of values that you'll see how some of these kind of spill over into them as well. So for John and I, we've identified our faith as our first value. Uh, our Christian faith is really the filter for decision-making processes for us, for just about everything. Yeah. Our family is a value, something that we value. If you look at my calendar, you'll you'll see where I've blocked out specific times to be able to invest uh, in, in the family. The third would be integrity, that we are people of our word. The fourth would be generosity, that we're generous with the things that God has entrusted to us. And the last, that we would be uh, have a spirit of gratitude, that we'd be just be grateful uh, for the life that God has given us, for, the, for what we have, for, for even friendships that we have. So this attitude of being grateful uh, for things. So those are the five for us. They do look a bit different from our, our other children, but we see how so much of this is spilling over to what they're even teaching their own children in the next generation. Yeah. And, and I'm going to say something a little off um, tape here. I mean, it's something that I didn't plan to say. Um, I, I, I always welcome every mama because God loves every mama. And I want to encourage every mama because every mother is important as she's raising her children. But, but it occurs mm. to me as, as you talk about all those values that you have. And I know that that they were the values that your mother and father passed on to you and that they are the values behind Chick-fil-A. And I think, and, and your dad would, would not like me saying this, but I think of In-N-Out Burger, also mm-hmm. established by a Christian family. And, and I think mm-hmm. of the great success of Chick-fil-A and In-N-Out. And I think, you know what? I want people to know that Christian values, that, that biblical values, that applying these things, that the, this kind of rule book for life that comes from Scripture, it works and and it's ma- it makes business work and it makes family work and none of us are perfect and i and i know you would say you've had troubles and you've had issues and you've had problems and and so have the businesses but but i look at businesses like those and and like chick-fil-a and i think they applied these christian principles these these values you've just been through and and in closing on sundays was part of it and 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 it has made the business work is 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 am, am i on the right track there what would you add to that you know, most definitely, I would say that, you know, we've never seen a conflict between biblical principles and good business practices. Yeah. And if it works in business, it certainly works in your in your own life and in your and in your family. And you were so right in the fact that, well, there are no perfect parents. Let's just put it out there. So it begins with us. We are not perfect. We've not raised perfect children. Um, but but here's the deal. When we try to live our lives on focus on what matters and on God's principles of life, then then he honors that 
and he he blesses that. And we have not been a family without difficulties. We have ups and downs. John has had cancer twice. We had a wayward son in our life for a while that was very difficult. And we, we've had hardships. We've had difficulty. We've had to uh, walk through these difficult times. But our, you know, our faith has been so solid and so important. We just trust God that he's a good God and that he will see us through anything that we have to walk through. He will um, use every experience that we have for his for his uh, glory and for our good. Yeah, yeah. And so I want for you to be able to speak into the mom's lives today, and I'm also going to ask our daughter to join the, the conversation in a second. For moms who feel like, I don't know how to do this. I, I don't know how to weave this in. Um, I, I don't, and, and why is it important? Why should I sit down? Why should I start with my three-year-old or my 13-year-old or my 30-year-old? How can, how and why should I be doing this? Well, the, the importance of it, first of all, needs to start with, with, with us as parents, as moms, you know, before we can pass it to the children, we've got to identify for ourselves values. That's why this book was written to give you some very practical exercises, the way you can go through and try to understand and identify what matters to you. So you kind of got to get, get a good perspective of that. And then you begin to focus on those things that matter to you. And then the children begin to kind of catch on because here's the deal. I tell parents all the time. Children may not be listening to you. Jenny, you've probably had that. I know your daughter's sitting right there by you, but I, I'm sure that there have been times she felt like you had to say something over yes. and over yes. and over again for her to get it. But I tell parents, don't worry if they're not listening, but be concerned that they're watching because more things are caught than taught. So when we're able to get clarity of our own values and begin to live those out, then the children begin to recognize, they pick up on those things, and then you begin to see them living those out as well. So that's that's why this is so important. And also, I just feel like that it allows you to walk through the difficult times as well. When you've got real good clarity on these values, they become the stronghold. They become the foundation yeah. for you. They're the thing that you return to. All right. So I'm going to bring my daughter in. We only got about three and a half minutes left. But, but Georgia, as a 20-year-old, and as Trudy talks about passing this on to her, her children and her grandchildren, as a 20-year-old, how do you view legacy and, and receiving values from, from me and your dad? Like, do, does it matter? Is it something you already have a hold on? Or is it something that you feel like, you know, you need more of? Um, I would say, I'm not sure. I think it's kind of subconscious for me because, like, I think of marriage as a big legacy that's passed down um, or lack thereof. So just kind of like your parents' relationship and how they interact with each other, um, like especially with you and dad. Um, she didn't pay me to say this, but <laughs> I think you guys have a really healthy marriage. Um, and I obviously have been able to see it like up close. Um, and so I think that will definitely affect how I look at, at my marriage when I get married one day and like how I um, even portray my marriage to my children. Um, I think that's a huge thing that's kind of overlooked too because like a lot of my friends mm -hmm. who don't have that maybe in their lives, I think that they have a different view of relationships um, and just like general mm -hmm. respect for themselves when it comes to dealing with members of the opposite sex or whatever, yeah. people they're interested in romantically. I think um, a lot of that comes from how they saw their parents interact with each other Yeah, and they don't even realize it. Well, first of all, thank you. I'm I've made myself not cry <laughs> with her saying that. So <laughs> so I'm honored by that. And and Trudy, thank you, Georgia. That was beautiful. And thank you for honoring mm -hmm. our marriage. Um, and I do mm -hmm. pray that my children have healthy, strong marriages. But Trudy, she just proved your point. More things are caught mm -hmm. than taught. 
it wasn't like we spoke every day to her about marriage, but she watched. She watched our marriage, and 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 it has had an impact on her. Thankfully, all right. So we need to wrap up. To Jim, what are we looking at? We got a couple, two and a half minutes, Trudy. So I want to make sure you get your last words in that you want moms to understand today about your book, a legacy that lasts, preserving and transferring your family values. Trudy Kathy White, of course, she's part of the Kathy family that's founded Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. What is the last word that you want to leave with a mama who just wants to understand how to do this? Wants to instill values in her kiddos that they can, you know, that she can leave behind for a legacy that lasts. And then we'll tell people how to find you in the book. Sure. I would tell every mother that this is more, uh, it's not about just sitting idly and just letting the world go by. It's not about hoping that your children will turn out great or your, your grandchildren, but it is about wrapping your head around this idea that values add meaning to life. And when you understand and get those clarity of that, that value, then you're able to actually live it out for them to be able to see. And again, I'll, I'll say that the legacy that you leave is the life you're living right now. So it's never too late uh, to start now to understand about your legacy and the decisions that you want to make and the impact that you want to leave on this next generation for sure. Amen. And I'm glad you said it's never too late because I know there are some grandmas that are listening right now that needed to hear that. Okay, Trudy, you're a blessing. How do people find the book? Yes, you can find me anywhere. You can go to my website, trudycathywhite.com. Uh, the name of the book is a, last, a Legacy That Lasts. It'll be out in, in bookstores, everywhere you, wherever you purchase books. And I want to leave you with this verse from Psalm 145. If we have a, a second, it says, Let each generation tell its children of your mighty acts. Let them proclaim your power. So it be with our next generation for sure, right? Amen. Amen, Trudy. Thank you for being on Channel Mom once again. God bless you. You're a blessing. I really appreciate it. Merry Christmas. Oh, actually, you know what? Jim's going to have to cut that because <laughs> this is airing in January. But God bless you, and thanks for being on the show, Trudy. Oh, you too, Georgia. You're precious. Thank you, Jim, and yes. for your time. Thank you. All right, this is the time I thank you. Thank you for all you do as a mama, all the sacrifices you make. You're shaping the next generation, and you are leaving a legacy. God bless you guys. Happy New Year. Thanks for tuning in to Channel Mom. If Channel Mom radio and podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us? In order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground, we need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see from others and families. Visit channelmom.org and click donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.